Hello and welcome to Sutra Side Talk, episode 11. I'm your host, Kamran Shushtar, and with me is... James Selig. Alright, so uh, we didn't come back immediately when we said we would. It's been, what, probably two weeks since we last recorded or so? Yeah, a little bit. La- last we talked, I had just finished finals, so probably yeah. in about two weeks. Yeah, so uh, it's still been a very busy holiday. We're actually recording today is January 1st, 2019, yeah. so Happy it's... Uh, Happy New Year, motherfuckers. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, new Year, New You. Uh, you have any any big resolutions? Uh, it's going to sound really generic, but ma- mainly just like work on my study habits. Because like, I used to have really bad study habits when I was back at Riverside. Like I would only, like, like I would go to all my classes and stuff, but I wouldn't bother to sit down and study unless it was like right in front of a midterm or a final or whatever but i found going back to school at like davis uh what i kept doing like it i mean i did the same thing where i would mostly study before a test but what i did was go over like my my professors would record every lecture and i would just go over the recordings while going over my notes at the same time and that i found that like really helped me out so i was like why don't i just do that all the time so my i guess my only resolution that i've made up so far is just be more consistent at studying instead of just cramming when i need to just try to like maybe after every lecture just go over my notes and then just instead of trying to procrastinate and study at the end of the day or like in front of finals or whatever just do it more often or more consistently because I've always been really bad at that. Gotcha. All right. Is that the only one you got? I mean, I already do the other ones that most people do, eat healthy and go to the gym. So I'm already covered on that. All right. All right. So yeah, m- mostly my resolutions are just like, you know, be a better student, I guess. It, I mean, not that I'm a bad student, just like there's always room for improvement and then uh, actually be better at going to like clubs and stuff and try to like be more social because that was the other thing was I ended up spending most of my time uh just studying and doing homework and not socializing a whole bunch while I was at Davis I mean I I made like a couple friends but like I never I still don't go out much gotcha basically okay yeah nice mine's uh I've I've numerous I'll, I'll keep it short though uh just yeah eating healthier as in like uh meal prepping now I'm going to start meal prepping just to increase what I've been doing already because I already changed certain ways I eat, but in terms of like having a set meal for like lunch and stuff, it's something I really need to do. And then increasing cardio when I do workouts because I was pretty much consistent this year. It was actually really great the amount of times I went to the gym a week. So if I could just increase cardio, do the healthier eating, I should be good to go. And then uh, less phone interaction. I, that was probably the only thing I didn't do well last year of all the resolutions. I actually pretty much did them all last year, except for that one, where I kept my phone away from me when I sleep. I used to have it by my pillow. Now I have it like across the room and I'm like, okay, this is a lot better. Uh, I'm on my phone less, but there's still times when I'm scrolling Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, just like, there's no meaning. I'm just doing it. And I'm like, why am I, I don't even, it's like you get into that stupid, uh, I guess like drone state where you yeah. just, and then you think you kick yourself out of it and you're like, what the hell am I doing? Why I've spent like probably 10 minutes for nothing. Yeah. And I've, especially with 
time like now where there isn't much time to do much so it's like time is super valuable and i'm wasting it with that yeah definitely uh i sort of tried to replace that like facebook and instagram scrolling with reading news because it's the same kind of like scrolling through the news and stuff as on facebook and whatnot but it's just like you said there's there's not much meaning to facebook stuff other than you know obviously keeping up with people but most of the stuff they post isn't honestly interesting anyway to the most Yeah, or not part. like critically important to know, but Yeah, like, it doesn't really affect you. It's just like, oh, that's either gives you a chuckle for a second or makes you go, oh, okay, that's stupid. Yeah. Or it makes you just go, I'm indifferent pretty much. So yeah, I figured if I replaced scrolling through my Facebook feed with scrolling through like my Apple News feed, then at least I'm informed on current events and stuff like that, which I feel is, I mean, it sounds kind of mean, but it's, I feel like that's more important than keeping up with everyone you've ever known. But I don't know. It honestly is more important because the most part, if there's something important, they'll, it'll be a bigger deal for them than just posting some dumb status that doesn't really do anything for anyone. For sure. Which I'm glad for the most part, I've actually stopped posting random stuff myself but there's still every now and again i'll just be like blah 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 and i'm like i look back on it I'm like, why did i say that what was the point of this or if you if you ever go back to your like the either shared memories or um just the earliest posts and stuff you have you're like what the hell was i talking about <laughs> like it's like it's not even it feels like it's a different person almost dude it's I, had, I had a flashback earlier today to when i first set up my facebook profile and it was like make a uh, make a profile picture and i was like oh i didn't even think of that and i, I think i had just gotten my new like computer like laptop or whatever or I, I don't think i even had a smartphone at the time but the profile picture i took for myself was like i put on my black sunglasses i put my hood on i put my leather gloves on i thought i looked all cool oh, that just sounds like you're a serial killer exactly that was like the feedback that people got like apparently like i put that up as my profile picture at first then apparently like a bunch of people reached out to my mom and was like is is james okay he looks he looks like he's one of those disgruntled kids or something and i was like i mean you know who that you're taking after right in that what, style the combine kids or no whatever? your brother he used oh, to wear shit. that stuff too yeah right. i remember he would wear all the like the black shades and have the black gloves and stuff yeah. all the time and I'd, when you both had it matching i was like great now there's two serial killers <laughs> in the neighborhood that's just what we need yeah so, yeah, I just, like, I didn't even realize that at the time. I was just like, I look like I'm from the Matrix. <laughs> so then, like, when I got that feedback, I was like, oh, no, that's stupid. I'm just going to take a regular photo of myself. Yeah. That was, like, my first day on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's get into uh, this episode. I think will hopefully be shorter than the others now. Yeah. Uh, especially the news won't be something we'll delve into crazily for each topic yeah it's kind of like the end of the year so it's not a whole bunch of which is why it's on. easy to catch up with like two weeks worth or so yeah uh, we're pretty much starting all the way back from like december 14th so yeah thankfully everyone's on break giving us a break yeah and uh in terms of like games i played I'll, we'll start with that i only played destiny and i barely had time to play it i tried to do the dawning stuff and it was kind of sad because i couldn't even finish it so i'm kind of like Oh, a lot of the stuff I was doing in it is was actually a waste of time. Oh, is it already over? It's pretty much over. Um, 
yeah oh, today's reset day is yeah it's, so it's oh. over it should be over i believe it's over now because the whole thing with the dawning was there was this exotic sparrow that was a christmas sleigh yeah and it was the coolest looking thing and i unlocked it i got it but the problem is the three this three like skill sets it has all the, the features that it like allows you to like probably instantly uh spawn it and go super fast all that kind of stuff they each need like packages you have to make those little cookies you make for all the uh i thought that was different really funny. people like, everyone has a favorite cookie yeah and it's fine it's like oh cool i like making this stuff and everything but then it was like oh yeah to get these features one you need 48 bake 48 of them they're like ah oh, it's not too bad and yeah, i yeah. thought that was it for all of them and i looked at the next one it's like bake 80 something and i'm like wait what it was like 70 or 80 and i was like uh and then the last one's like bake 120 and i'm like that's not you literally have to do it the entirety of three weeks or if you have a short amount of time you have to do all three characters like every day getting bounties and doing all this other stuff and i'm just like that's this isn't happening yeah. anymore and iron banner was happening and we tried we tried doing that and it was so frustrating we either we're trash which honestly well, we're like, always we're, we get at the top of the boards a lot of the time yeah. but we went up against full-on like six-player clan yeah that one NASA multiple clan. times <laughs> it was so we got bad wrecked. it was it was just it, it was probably the worst iron banner i've ever played and it I was mean, such a waste of, it, that also was a waste of time too because we yeah. didn't get anything out yeah, of that it that was the thing like i i thought i was supposed to get better gear quicker because i was way lower light level than than the max like i still am nowhere close to 600 i think i'm like 560 or something like that i'm gonna be 580 at this point but like the most i got was like some boots that were like 580 that raise my light level like two points <laughs> yeah and it's like all the the cool thing about iron banner is all the bounties now each with bounties weekly and each one gives you a different powerful gear ingram so like each one gives that you powerful nice. gear which is really cool but unfortunately with the week we had and we it was it was just post christmas there wasn't much time honestly they probably there may be time for other people but i was still working yeah. uh you had your other stuff to do i was just mostly just spending time with family and whatnot yeah so like we we didn't really have time to play it so we didn't even get one bounty done which was pretty trash uh it feels kind of weird to be home and be like no i can't hang out i'm playing destiny yeah right. <laughs> so i'm gonna probably get back to it though again uh this week but i'm going to be catching up like i said before so like the second and third characters do like the story stuff and just get that done uh, like I said before, though, I'm also skipping the adventures and other random crap uh, that won't really give you anything. So do that. And then honestly, we could probably start, uh, we could honestly, this, we could probably tackle black armory. Yeah. We're put, did we finish all the Mars stuff? Yeah, we finished, we finished the Mars exotic stuff. It's just doing cool. the catalyst for, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. which that, I, I've been trying to do it, dude. It's really, really it broken for you for it, whatever reason. Yeah. It's, it's really shitty. <laughs> it's, it's not good. I, I think what was it the Polaris Lance or was it the or was it the other one or I is think... it the other Lance one? Uh, I don't remember. I forget. There's two. There's two exotics that are called Lance, and one's Polaris, and the other is um something else. I forget. But the catalyst is it doesn't seem to work uh, when you do what it asks you to do. It's like oh, get these perfect fifth kills, and it's like you get them when the enemy explodes when you shoot them. 
after oh, five yeah. like precision shots and i've done it multiple times and it's like you've done two and i'm like i, I did like a dozen what's going on here uh, yeah so yeah could it be perfect kills on specific enemies i don't know i didn't say that it was some, it wasn't specific at all it's just like in anyone it's supposed to be anyone i'm That's pretty weird. sure yeah so just do random destiny stuff and then when i get a chance get back to red dead because i still haven't progressed at all and i really want to get back to it so also i could do that and then get back to do the spider-man dlc and then go back to 2015 games before all the other games come out in january and february yeah and we start this whole process again uh did you play anything else uh i played a little bit of destiny with you but since i've been home i've been trying like the main thing i did was i got through the all the spider-man dlc because the the silver sable uh thing just came out that was the third and last dlc yeah of of the the, city that never sleeps yeah yeah, city that never sleeps dlc i don't know if they're gonna do any more dlc after that that's i think it's over i think there was they're just like they were knocking it all out this year and then it should be done Mm. and then next thing we'll hear about it will be spider-man 2 probably or whatever game they announce next so i thought the dlc was fun but it's mostly just because i wanted to play more spider-man so it gave me an excuse to play more spider-man i mean all the cool costumes are really nice uh I really like that they added the Sam Raimi costume because like from the Spider-Man movies, like it looks really good. Like, <laughs> um, other than that, I mean, the story of the, of each DLC was interesting. I kind of liked that they, uh, played off of each other. Like, like it was a, a full story that kept going from one, two and three. Um, but though, I guess my only complaint is they added, uh, screwball challenges to it uh, screwball being one of the I guess lesser known spider-man villains she's she does like I don't even know how to describe it I don't even understand how she's a super villain but she makes her it? money off of live streams oh like she oh she, is this the woman that she does like stunts and stuff yeah so, I know who you're talking about. Okay. So she does like live streams of illegal shit, usually like somehow roping Spider-Man into like doing stuff on camera for her and people tune into her live stream to watch Spider-Man do Spider-Man stuff, I guess. Somehow that makes her money. Somehow she's not shut down and like, I don't know, Twitch doesn't have any way to be like, no, you're a criminal. We're not paying you. I don't know. It's, it's weird. I don't get how she's a thing, but it makes sense that they made her be the person to give you the bonus challenges just for filler. But some of them were just so frustrating that I was like, I'd rather they just leave these out. Like if like everything else was so good that those screwball challenges, I basically just did just to get the trophies pretty much. I guess I'll be doing them too then. Yeah. Cause I'm like, I already platinum the main. I might as well. I want to hundred percent the DLC probably at the very least to get the trophies you don't need to get like gold or whatever on all the challenges like you don't have to 100 it you just have to get like at least the second tier which isn't hard so like getting the trophies isn't hard i'm just kind of a perfectionist with that game and i was like i want it to be 100 so i'm finishing these challenges 100 uh so yeah I, I liked the spider-man dlc that was pretty much the only thing i got done i guess other than that i've been playing a bunch of smash bros that that game is super fun I've, I've unlocked all the characters at this point i don't think i'm anywhere close to finishing world of light and it just keeps on going 
I mean, it's it's not bad. It's just like it's there's fatiguing? a lot of it. Is it fatiguing? The what? Is it fatiguing? Yeah, it's just like I'll I'll play like 10, 15, maybe 20 spirit battles in a row because that's pretty much the majority of the gameplay. I mean, it's it's Smash Bros. Like what what else do you expect? It's going to be mostly fights. But it's just for whatever reason, I think it's cuz some of the fights are way harder than others and others are like ridiculously easy. But after about like 10 to 20 of those battles in a row and then i'm like i haven't even unlocked most of the map at this point i'm i'm tired i'm just gonna do regular smash matches i don't know it's just i get tired of it after a while which is weird it's just it's just a lot of the same thing over and over again well fighting games you don't really they're not games you really play all day they're like kind of short spurt and and that's games I think that's the other thing is like I prefer to play like a few rounds of Smash at a time, have my fun with it, and then move on to like whatever else I'm doing. But like w- World of Light, and again, it it's not bad. It's just there's a lot of it. I guess you could say the difference is like let's say if it wasn't there and you're just like doing something and you're like oh I just want to play a few matches and you do it and it's more of like you're doing it just because you want to and you just want to get through it just because. It, there's no there's nothing you're just trying to achieve you just want to play to play basically the world of light is i want to get through this so this can be done and out of my way because mm-hmm. it's also something i i sort of wanted it's something you want to accomplish and finish but it feels like something you have to it doesn't feel like you have to do it right yeah like, like yeah if you own smash brothers you feel like you might as well get your money's worth and just get it all done as well and get it whatever you get out of it so for that one you feel more like it's more of a task you have to do instead of something you're just like, oh, it's some. It's yeah. like going out like, I want to go out and walk in the park because like why not? It's a nice day, just go out. Whereas it's like, hey, this guy's making me go out like multiple times all the time, and I'm just it's not what I wanted to do. Or it's like, uh, I want to go on a short walk. Like, well, too bad you have to go on like a three hour walk. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That makes like sense. Whereas like, oh, a walk is nice. But a long walk is exhausting. And it's also like, I guess if you have multiple games too, like, too. like me, and it's like, oh, there's other Switch games I could be playing, but it's like, I want this done. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, I play a few battles of Smash and I'll just get to this game. Whereas this one's like, I just want to get this done. I'm keep doing this, keep doing this. I don't have time to play the other game probably. Yeah, no, spe- speaking of other Switch games to play, like one of the ones I went back to for a bit because I was just like, man, if I'm playing like an RPG on my Switch... I'm going to go back to Octopath and try to finish that because I got like, I don't know, maybe halfway through that game's various stories, I think. You and, and your unfinished games. Yeah, I know. Well, again, like RPGs are so long that it takes me a while to get through them. And like, again, I really like Octopath Traveler. Uh, it's just, it's hard for me to get back to RPGs frequently. Anyway, so that was, that was the other uh, smish, smish, uh, switch game I played. Uh, it was Octopath Traveler, and then uh, Chris got me Sega Genesis Collection for Christmas, and I played a little bit of that. It's pretty fun. Okay. Uh, that was it for games for me, it seems. Okay. The rest was all movies and and shows. All right, so uh, gaming news. We'll get through it pretty fast, I'll say. Uh, we'll see how it goes. But first up, uh, Epic Games is going to be offering free cross-platform game services for any developers now on their store so that's pretty cool so now everyone else could do what they're doing right now with uh 
just like is... releasing a bunch of free stuff or not free uh releasing basically a game that's like on xbox and playstation you could play basically together and this is like in addition to their epic store that they announced I believe it's part of it now. Yeah, like... I guess. Or it's part of the Epic... I'd say it would be probably part of the Unreal stuff, I guess. Yes. Or... Unless it's... I I don't know if it's part of development aspect or if it's part of the poster game here aspect. It's one or the other. I don't know how successful it's going to be, but honestly, I really like that idea that they they set up their own store, the, the Epic Game Store, and they... Like the first thing that they said pretty much was like, if you sell your game on our store, we'll give you like way more of a cut of the profits than like Steam usually does or whatever. Like, I don't remember the exact percentage. I probably should have looked it up. But the, um, uh, oh no, I'm losing it. Oh yeah. But the, but the other uh, incentive was like, if you make a game with Unreal Engine, and post it on their store they'll give you 100 percent of the uh proceeds like they'll they'll or may, maybe i'm misheard that but i'm pretty sure they said they'll like waive the uh licensing rights or, or fees if you make a game with their engine and put it on their store which is pretty wicked cool and then in addition to that they're like we want all our games like any game that works on like unreal to work on everything yeah. or whatever that's that's all pretty cool yeah that'd be tight if that's all pretty much how it's gonna go uh, next up, Metro Exodus went gold, and it's releasing a week early. So instead of oh, releasing really? on February 22nd, which used to be that busy week where it was Crackdown 3, Anthem, Metro, and Days Gone. Days Gone was delayed to April, I believe. Oh, my God. Uh, Crackdown 3 went a week early, too. So now yeah. it's competing with Crackdown 3 again, along with that new Far Cry game, the new Gilly or whatever one. Uh, and then he, uh, the well, Anthem's still on the 22nd so now it's got its own time alone for a week which honestly it's smart of them to do because metro probably honestly has a better chance like to sell against crackdown than it would with anthem oh then crackdown yeah because it's like whereas crackdown's a exclusive game metro will have a wider audience whereas anthem's another big multi-platform game like metro yeah that's fair but anthem's full it's like basically online versus single player and lately everyone's more into online stuff anyway so yeah I'm super worried for Crackdown 3. I Have you watched any gameplay of it? Uh, there's a full... I think there's some single-player stuff on there now or something. I, I haven't looked myself. Like, the last thing I remember seeing was when they showed it at E3, like, years ago, and they were showing off, if you play online, they'll use the power of the cloud to make it so that buildings are, like, completely destructible, which I, I was like, holy shit, that sounds amazing. Sign me up. Then they didn't talk about it for like two years. So, and I, I really liked the first game. I, I never got around to the second one because from all accounts, it was like, it was pretty much reviewed as like, it feels more of an expansion to the first one than a full new game. So I was like, eh, I can live without it. The third one looks really cool. Or I'm hope, I'm, I have high hopes for it, but it's been in like development hell for so long that I'm worried for it. We'll see. Cautiously, cautiously optimistic, as they say. Okay. And uh, other news. Uh, this is pretty big. Dreams. Uh, they've actually had a beta going this whole time. It oh, started yeah. uh, December nineteenth through January twenty first. It's basically a full. Uh, or wait. Yeah. 
Wednesday. Yeah, December, yeah, December 19th. Um, I guess it was for people that have the newsletter or follow them, basically. Uh, if they receive the newsletter, they got it, and that's the only way to get it. And basically, once it went out, that was it for those people. So they're the only ones that are applying the beta. But okay. in January... Until after the invitation... Did they say anything about there'll be So there'll be public, uh, public beta uh, stuff later on. It sounds shit. like uh, in January, pretty much. Uh, the release date, though, of Dreams, I don't believe has happened yet, but at least it's progress. Mm-hmm. So, you, like, people are always like, the game's dead, blah, blah, which the last time they really showcased it was probably one of the biggest things with everything they showed, uh, especially with the creator stuff. And for me, they have a lot of sound design stuff you could do, so I'm super excited for that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm very interested in Dreams on, like, a technical or technical basis. Like, I don't know if it'll be fun to play, but just the... I'm yeah. excited to create. Yeah, that's the idea that you can create, like, anything, like, even, like, 3D model things in that game. And, like, I, the last I heard, they had this really interesting experience system where, like, if you just want to be, like, a 3D modeler, you can get, like, a bunch of experience doing that. If you just, like, want to curate playlists of, like, levels that you think are cool, you can get experience as a curator you know like basically anything you do in that game can make you better at doing that specific thing which i thought was pretty cool um hmm. were, were you gonna say something else or i thought so but i'm losing it so okay. we'll move on yeah so i oh, think right yeah so sorry uh, the, uh i guess last time we did see it i guess at least on stage was at last year's e3 for sony that they had like that kind of poorly um paced conference and like it the, their scene transitions for some, some reason was had, just dreams yeah it had like dreams. i don't things. really yeah i don't really count that though well the weird thing was well that was the thing is like i i was so sure that they were using that as like building up to by the way the beta's out at like the end of the conference and then it was like nothing they were just there for no reason <laughs> i was so confused they didn't even mention them at all but whatever anyway go on yeah, so I think it's going to come out uh, this fall, probably. Uh, we have that Days Gone in the spring, spring, so if anything, we'll have those two, plus maybe one more uh, PlayStation 4 exclusive this year. I'm super looking forward to uh, Days Gone, though. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm really excited for it. Uh, next up, so we got... It looks like we actually have a good amount of Xbox news this week, too. Or from the previous weeks. Yeah. Uh, the next generation family of Xbox consoles are reportedly being called Anaconda and Lockhart. So... It sounds like one will be like... Uh, I think that's a reference to Harry Potter 2. No, I don't think it's actually a reference. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Lockhart has other meanings. But I, like, there, the basilisk was a giant snake. Conspiracy theories. Anyway, sorry. Uh, so, like, the whole project of the next gen is Scarlet. But I believe... Once again, um, letting everyone know I'm a Microsoft employee. So anything I do say does not reflect that of the company. And pretty much anything I'm saying right now is just me as a person. And pretty much all this news and stuff is stuff I do not know. So I'm just guessing like everyone else in this world. Uh, I have no knowledge of that kind of stuff, honestly. Uh, but yeah, the it sounds like Lockhart will be the... Maybe it could be the either full digital one or maybe like... Uh, like the 1S, basically. And the Anaconda will be like the more 
like the hard disk one or the one X. It, like it just sounds like Anaconda is going to be like the the big one that's going to do all everything, and the Lockhart will be the more entry level type. But that's that's just me guessing, honestly. Just by the names, like Anaconda, just uh, that's a big snake, so you'd assume the big snake is going to be the biggest thing. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's that one. Um, this is actually really cool. So 343 is making prosthetic uh, Halo-themed oh, yeah. arms for people, basically, that are missing limbs. Yeah, I thought that was super cool. Yeah, that's that's honestly awesome. Just because, like, oh, if you gonna have like a prosthetic arm because like you only have one arm or no arms or something like that you you can have it look freaking awesome might as well make it look sick yeah just become a full-on like yo i'm a a spartan now dude or i'm just a cyborg something like that like it just gives you more options where it's like it, it turns something from something you you get whatever they medically have like they have that's available from whatever medical facility or experimental place like that whereas this one's like giving you now the option to choose what you're going to look like and give you more freedom and just more power for your more empowerment for yourself yeah yeah and then and that's not one of the things we say at microsoft all the time we never see empower (laughs) (laughs) uh oh this is cool we actually already have it out uh the xbox keyboard mouse support Mm. so the razor turret uh, so Razer partnered with Microsoft, and they are doing a keyboard, uh, keyboard mouse support for the Xbox now, and it's an actual product that you can just—it's plugged in via USB, and oh, wait, you can play. Yeah, so Razer made it specifically for the Xbox oh, for Microsoft, so it's a partnership. That's interesting. And it can play specific games like Fortnite, Minecraft, and some other stuff. Mm. Yeah, it, it's a small list, but it's. I'm like everyone it. plays Fortnite, so yeah. if you want to have an edge up on Xbox players, get this because then you'll be better probably. Because usually the mouse players are better than the controller players. Yeah, well, it's just like I mean, I don't, I haven't played too many games on PC, but the the little experience that I have had with FPS games on PC, I mean, it's not the most comfortable. Uh, controller Once you know setup. how to use it, like you're, because there's a lot more. F- you have a lot more freedom of movement i guess yeah well, that's the thing is like despite me not liking you know the, like my hand cramping up after a while i cannot deny that ha- the the mouse gives you so much finer control over your aiming that like that i i can see why they're like yeah we will never have like a competitive multiplayer game that's cross play between pc and console because pc will win every time <laughs> Yeah, unless you're just really bad at the game of course Uh, next up uh, Halo Infinite was confirmed to have 4 player split screen which is thank god after Halo 5's fiasco of nothing Yeah, where it's like you could play online it's like what if I want to play with my friend on his screen which is what I wanted to do when I was at my when I was at uh, school Yeah, Uh, all three of my roommates had xboxes and I was like yo let me play on your let me play with you for Halo like yeah, let's do it it's like oh there's no support for this and i was like cool i'm not playing <laughs> it's never yeah. Played. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, yeah that seriously sucks though that like i mean i get that nowadays the majority of people do play multiplayer games over the internet but like it still sucks to like invite a friend over to be like hey new halo's out let's let's play some halo and then you get there and it's like oh i guess i could just watch you play <laughs> 
it's, uh, I think it's like the same with the like the recent Battlefield games and stuff like that. They got rid of split screen, so yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's that's actually it for all the gaming news. Uh, did you want to switch over and start telling us what you've been watching, James? Yeah, so I have a habit of watching really shitty movies with my brothers. Please don't <laughs> tell me the entire synopsis of the movie. No, 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 no. Okay. I, I wouldn't do that. Some of these are fucking terrible. Uh, there was, seeing as it's the Christmas season, I watched at least one Christmas movie called Holiday in Handcuffs, which was just stupid. This already sounds terrible. It involved the actress who played Sabrina the Witch from the original show. So Melissa Joan Hart. Yes, I keep forgetting her name, but like she has to go home for Christmas to visit her family and like her boyfriend breaks up with her like right before she has to leave. And I guess she thinks like her family's going to blame her for ruining Christmas if anything is off. So she she literally kidnaps like the first guy that walks into her like restaurant that she works at and just like leaves puts him in handcuffs, takes him, takes him uh, home and like somehow convinces her family that like, oh, he's constantly saying I've been kidnapped is just like him being nervous around new people and it works and it's fucking stupid. So I watched that. Uh, did you, do you remember hearing about a movie that came out about last year called The Hurricane Heist? No, not at all. It's so bad. It's like Sharknado minus the sharks. That. So nothing. Yeah, it's like, so it's an attempt at a heist movie, but it's like the bad guys planned their heist specifically during a hurricane because they somehow roped the entire police force in, in this small town into evacuating the whole town because of a hurricane so that no one would be around to stop them from stealing the money from the U.S. Mint that is apparently in the town. It was it was bad. The whole movie was bad. It was stupid. <laughs> uh, and then the third terrible movie that I watched that I I was like super excited for it before it came out because I really liked the first Pacific Rim. I saw Pacific Rim. God, what was it called? Uprising. I'm sorry. It was so bad. It's just a boring movie. Like, how do you make robots versus mon- giant monsters? boring easy you take away your hamel del toro <laughs> like yeah pretty much i mean like the conclusion to the movie it just kind of see at least for me it just kind of ended and i was like oh oh that's it that th- we're done okay i guess they saved the day <laughs> it's like they try to insinuate that the the whole like literally all the kaiju in the first movie were not destroying cities because they were just trying to, you know, wipe out life on Earth slowly. Apparently, all of them were trying to head for Mount Fuji, Japan, because apparently, if they blow, it's a really up, big tourist hotspot. There, the idea was like if they, if they get Mount Fuji to erupt, it would set off like a pressure wave under the crust of the earth that would set off all of the volcanoes in the Pacific Rim. Oh, they're trying to activate the halo rings? Basically, yeah. They were like, turn on Mount Fuji. It'll blacken the sky of the earth and kill everything. And then we can 
take it for our own or whatever. Also, somehow Charlie Day is brainwashed by the bad guys in the first one. So I just I didn't like that because I really like Charlie Day. And I was like, oh, don't don't make him a bad guy. He's not even that compelling of a bad guy either because they still try to make him like funny. But he's also behind everything, but he's not because he's being brain controlled. It was stupid. I, I, yeah, I don't know how you make like such like the first one was really fun to watch, and I just didn't care about any of the characters in the in the second one. It was just boring. Was that, there anything that's else? All I got on that. <laughs> any other movies or anything? Uh oh yeah, into the uh, I watched Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. What's that? What's what? Oh, Only like, like maybe the best Spider-Man movie ever, says everyone. I like. I, I feel like we've seen I the opposite seen. movies. I've seen movies that you haven't seen. Then all the big ones on the theaters. Like I saw. Oh, so you haven't seen Spider-Verse? That's the only. One. I still have to see that and um that uh the, the, the Fantastic Beasts. Uh, I didn't. I didn't see that one. Um, I want to see Aquaman, but no one wants to see that one. I told you, I'll see it again. Okay. Which I'll talk about shortly, very soon. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I really, really Dude, like I have the next two days off after this, too. All right. Uh, yeah, I got, like, another about a week here. So. Oh, let's actually... Dude, want to go tonight, maybe? We'll think about it. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go. All right. One of the, either today, tomorrow, or the next day, we'll, we'll go. Yeah. Let's do it. Th- want to do the Alma? Oh, that sounds good. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um... As far as Spider-Verse goes, like, it was really well done. Like, it was super clever. I like how, like, they handle the individual spider characters from the different universes really well. Spider-Man Noir was so funny. It's, it's like, Nick Cage. I know, it's not, yeah. And, like, the running gag with him is just, he's just, like, he's so dark that he just doesn't even understand color. Like, oh, of course. Like, Everything's black and white. There's like a moment where he like picks up a Rubik's cube and he's like, "What is this?" <laughs> like he just it's not a You to It's yeah, I don't want to get super into it. It's okay. just super funny. I believe um you. so it's just yeah, like I don't want to spoil it if you haven't seen it, but it is a really fun movie and just really good. I liked it a lot. Okay. Nice. A lot of a lot of heart to that movie. I'm excited sure. to see it. I've I've heard no, like I've never heard one negative thing about it, so I'm really excited for it. Uh, yeah. So I've watched. I barely watched anything too. Well, actually, no. I I got through the entirety of the mid season of Riverdale. Oh yeah. How the first like half that? of the new one. Um, it's good. I I was enjoying it. It's still just. <laughs> I don't know how it's CW. Like CW just makes the funniest stuff where you're like, um, like it's almost good, but then they inject a bunch of teen drama in it. Yeah, there's just the the the, the teen dramas. Um, it also feels weird because some of it always feels there's something that always feels unrealistic about it, where it's just like, why would any of this, why would this happen? Like sometimes it's like a, a child, like a teenage kid confronting a grown adult about something. <laughs> you're just kind of like, what? Why is this happening? It's just the way certain things happen, like. In it, I'll, I'll put it this way. At this point in it, the, the diner, you know, they, in Archie mm-hmm. comics, the diner they always eat at. Yeah, uh, under the diner, there is a speakeasy now. So Veronica Lodge owns a speakeasy under the diner. She also owns the diner. What? Um, yeah. So under there is a, a speakeasy, speakeasy? And it doesn't was it, 1940? serve. 1940? 
It doesn't serve alcohol because they're all te- they're all in high school. What? Then why is it a speakeasy? Because it's just a cool <laughs> it's just a cool hangout and some kids play D and D in there and shit. Oh my god! <laughs> Except the D and D's killing people. What? <laughs> Dude, it's it's a crazy. That's why I gotta. That's why you gotta watch this shit. You know. <laughs> I this is Archie though. Comics with the fucking Jughead who eats food, but in this he's the leader of the gang of snake people. What? I'm kidding. Oh, he's the leader I'm of not the tunnel kidding. snakes? They're, yeah, yeah, exactly. They are, they're basically the tunnel snakes, but yeah, they're the um, south side serpents. It's, okay. Dude, this this show is so ridiculous, but it's so fucking good. It's like, so it's Like, I'm so making fun of it, but honestly, a speakeasy-style D&D hangout kind of sounds fun. <laughs> Well, people start playing D- because they, it's like I said, it's like an outbreak, except with D and D. And even Archie and Jughead go to a town that was pretty much it looks like it's been destroyed. And they're like, "Yeah, D and D rolled into this town before that." <laughs> it's called Griffins and Gargoyles. Oh my god, that's so, that's so <laughs> it's funny. G and G. Oh my god, it's so fucking ridiculous. That is funny. I gotta but watch yeah, that show. That's I, been on my like maybe watched list for a while. It's on Netflix, I'm pretty sure. It like, is. All the CW stuff is usually on Netflix now. That's, like, the main reason why, like, well, besides the fact that, like, most of the feedback I hear about it is that it's pretty good. It's also on Netflix. So it's always in that, like, oh, maybe I'll watch that. Oh, but not right now, though. <laughs> kind of list. Yeah. And then, um, I'm using this time to really, like, catch up on all the shows before the mid-seasons. Like, the new premieres start for the mid-seasons, or, like, Gotham starts again pretty soon, which I'm like, come on, give me more time, I need more time. Uh, but the one of the last couple shows, uh, Black Lightning, I'm getting through right now currently, uh, for the second season. It's fine. Uh, it's not as good as the first season, it just feels very slow in regards to, uh... Did you like the first season? Yeah, I, I liked it, I liked it a good amount, um... It's, I don't know how to describe it. It's very unique, so I don't know what to compare it to, really. Uh, but yeah. it's just, it's enjoyable. Um, I don't know how long I'll stick with it, though, to be honest. Depending on, like, the directions it goes. Because it's like, if it if it kind of just stays very, um, just kind of rolling instead of, like, there's not many hills of, like, oh, this is really cool. It's not really climbing. It's just very steady. At a, at a slow pace, right. that's why I guess that's the best way to describe it. Um, but yeah, and then uh, after that, I will watch The Gifted. That's what I've been wanting to catch up on. I haven't watched the new season yet. Yeah. That's another one of those that I like, I mean to watch. Like, it's all on Hulu. And yeah. I just, like, never got around to it. I sh- I kind of, like, the new season of Runaways just came out. And they put it all out at once and said, like, like they did last time, one episode at a time. So that's another one that I'm like, oh yeah, that I watched the first season of that. I should get on to the next season, but man, keep forgetting it's out. And then I watched, of course, Aquaman. That movie I think is not my favorite movie of the year. I'm not For saying real. it's the best movie of the year. Like the best movie to me is still Sorry to Bother You. Uh, yeah. That is the best film in my eyes of this past year. But Aquaman is definitely my favorite film. It's so good. It is, it is legitimately, I, I legitimately have a great time with it. It's not like, this is like, oh, this is a movie, it's so bad, it's good. It's like, this is a movie that's so good, it's good. Not in terms of like, oh, this is an Oscar-winning movie, but in terms of like, this is a really well-done comic book superhero movie. Which, I'm gonna be honest, no other comic book superhero movie does well at all. 
every Marvel movie is probably a very bad adaption of a comic book movie, or as a as a movie based on comics. Most of the DC movies as well. It's honestly probably the only... Yeah, honestly, uh, unless Spider-Man is probably too. No, really Spider-Verse, like, they literally start up with, like, the Comics Authority, st- like, stamp of approval or something like that. Okay. And for sure, like, even down to, like, the film grain that they have, not film grain, but, like, they have a filter on the screen all the time that, like, it's hard to see on the trailers on your phone, but on the big screen, you could really see, like, it looks like a comic book page. And then, like... When, ke- uh, when people are walking around and interacting, there's, like, sometimes, like, onomatopoeia uh, things that appear on screen. So, like, it does look like a comic book. And okay. it feels like you're watching a comic book. Yeah, with Aqu- nice. Aquaman, it feels very much like it's a full, like, arc of a comic where you feel like certain parts is the end of a single issue. And then mm. where it picks up, like, uh, cool. then another, another issue picks up. It, I mean, it doesn't, like, physically like look like that where it's like it's oh like, it feels to like be pages. continued in act two yeah it doesn't feel like it doesn't look like that at all but like i can easily say when it feels like something like when an issue ends and another issue begins basically it just hits all of the notes that a comic would normally have especially for like uh an arc that let's say a, a writer and a artist would do it it just it made perfect sense in that direction and then the film itself and the characters were all well done like i can't say anything bad about the characters really they all did their jobs uh jason moa as aquaman was fucking awesome uh black manta was great orm was great like they're it's just it's a good time it's a really really good time and it's got a shit ton of good time like it's stuff you're laughing at because just the way it is it's not even like sometimes they don't even say anything it's just the way things happen you're just like oh my fuck i can't it's it's honestly also it's ridiculous it is very ridiculous and in the best way it's also like how else are you supposed to do an aquaman movie like it it just it it just does so fucking well it's it's really good like that's the one thing that I've been hearing most from uh, from people and like just from what I can see in the trailers is that it just looks like a fun movie. Like that's the main uh, like positive people say is that it's a really fun movie to watch and like all the trailers make it look wicked awesome. Yeah. Um, and so- stuff happens. It's not like fun bad where it's like, oh, this is really fun. It's like, oh, what about this? And like, oh, yeah. But this one's like, oh, it's really fun. It's like, oh, what about this? Yeah, no, it's really good. And no, dude, you're going to you're going to love the effects. Yeah. Like remember when we were talking about Atlantis, it, it, just, it, does, it does really good. It does a good job. Cool. All right. Uh, the last movie I saw was Bumblebee. I was surprised by how like enjoyable it was. Yeah. Yeah. It was actually. I was like, huh. This is uh, it's pretty good. Mm. It's. I mean, it's 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 not like really good or anything. It's like uh, I would say between okay to good. It's so like worth a, like a Netflix watch. It's between like a six and a seven. Mm. Um. Yeah, I I enjoyed it. Like every. The main girl, her name's Charlie, she does a really good job. She's 20 times better than Mark Wahlberg in these fucking movies. Uh, she well, just, you didn't like Mark Wahlberg cracking a beer open on someone's car? Dude, I didn't like Mark Wahlberg at oh. all in the movie, especially when he's trying to be emotional and you're like... I, I think we've got a transformer here. When he, Remember when he looks up oh, at the sky and he talks to his dead wife like she's in the fucking sky and he's like, oh, your daughter's just getting so <sighs> big. And I'm like, I fucking... 
I want to die. I, I don't want to be here. I'm in this theater. I got yeah. the tickets for IMAX for free, and I want my money back. There was, like, really nothing redeemable about that movie where he, like, has he been in two Transformer movies? Yeah, there was the fifth now? one. I didn't watch it. It was the last, uh, the last night. It was, like, with the Nazis and the Knights and shit. God, that was weird. Like, why did they have the subplot i I don't know i didn't watch it i'm not gonna get into it basically though bumblebee emotions are actually feel legitimate and real uh they just do a really good job with that all the supporting characters like i can't say one that was bad they just all do a good job some are a little bit wacky john cena is just john cena it's just funny watching john cena you're like all right oh my god did i i know this is like a long shot but when the like decepticons first showed up did he like look up at them and do the john cena wave the hand in front of the face like hey could you even see me no he didn't do the you can't see me no, <laughs> that would be fucking funny yeah he but i was i was honestly waiting for two things from you i was either waiting for him to just jump on one of them and start just finding him hand to hand or come <laughs> behind one of them with a chair well that was what i was hoping but well, neither have, of which happened they did have sam witwicky somehow kill starscream we Sam-Man don't talk Blake. about that that was that was a weird it was a weird time in an okay movie, I guess, sort of. Well, in a different movie. So, I would, all right, I would rank the Transformers movies now uh, for the ones I've seen. I'm not going to even qualify Transformers 5 because I won't even go there. Yeah. Uh, it's, all right, I still think Transformers 1 is the top. It's still... It's the least it holds up messy. As a, I honestly still enjoy it. Like, Transformers 1, I legitimately enjoyed. Yeah, and then Bumblebee. Fine. Bumblebee is... I, I could possibly buy it. I enjoyed it that much. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, like I said, it wasn't a great movie or anything like that, but it just it felt like a really good time during the late 80s. And then uh, Transformers 3, just because I'm very indifferent about it. That's the one with Chicago and shit. And then after that is Transformers 2, which I thought nothing could ever be worse than that. But then uh, Transformers 4 came, and then those two are where I'm just like, all right, what Transformers 1 and Bumblebee, good times. Transformers 3, I don't really care. Transformers 2, 4, and anything else, I just don't even talk to me. Stay away from me. I don't want you to touch me. I don't want you in my vicinity. I will get a, uh, uh, what do you, what do you call it? Uh, restraining order? Yeah, restraining order. Yeah, that's how I describe those. I was either going to say taser or <laughs> restraining order. Yeah. All right, so that's, uh, that's what we watched. Why did the Autobots let did the decepticons destroy chicago just to prove a point i don't fight well fuck humans honestly in those movies too that's fucking yeah that is fair like the humans in that humans are assholes like in every one of those movies every single time it's like i i can almost imagine that they made transformers 5 whichever one they go to china for uh age of extinction yeah that was the fourth one like i really didn't want to i can almost imagine that they made that movie literally just to do product placement it was product placement plus it appeals to the chinese audience because it's well, there in was china that, but like literally there was a scene where oh god i don't know i don't remember the act the bad guy's name but he's like yeah we figured out how to make transformers out of transformium we can do whatever we want with transformium look here's a beats pill uh like speaker look here's a sony ericsson look here's another product placement literally it's just like a cloud of squares or like cubes turning into like different products to sell. And I was yep. like, you're not even being subtle here. <laughs> All right. So movie news and TV news. Uh, we're going to go pretty much run through them. Yeah. Not uh, just cause they're two weeks worth, but we cut them down a bit. Uh, so Chris Messina, he was cast as Victor Zaz in the birds prey film. So he'll be like a henchman most likely to 
Ewan McGregor's Black Mask uh, when the birds face off against him. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Ewan McGregor is Black Mask in it. So then Victor Zaz is, he's not really a main villain type character. He's more like a, he's honestly a good one that they'll, it's good to have multiple because like how, how are they going to fight just Black Mask who's just a crime lord? A bunch of yeah. very high, high, like uh, martial art wielding heroines fighting a crime lord who isn't honestly, he's not known for fighting. He's known for leading yeah. crime. I mean, uh, then, it uh, seems like Black Mask is like the kingpin of Gotham. Basically. He, I mean, there's like six kingpins in Gotham. That's He's fair. just a crime lord in Gotham compared to all the other crime lords in Gotham. Okay, that's fair. And then Onward was announced, or I believe it was announced. Yeah, the Pixar movie. That's uh, coming uh, 2020 in March. It's starring Chris Pratt, Tom Holland, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, and Octavia Spencer. So it sounds like Chris Pratt and Tom Holland will be two teenage elf brothers <laughs> who go on a quest to see if magic remains in their suburban fantasy world. So it's like, I guess, fan- a world of fantasy, but it's the suburbs, and there's no more magic, and there's two elf brothers that go. So, do Tomorrowland with magic. I guess. I don't, yeah. Which I forgot they even made a Tomorrowland movie. Yeah. I was actually an okay movie, but I was I, I forgot about it. Yeah, to I never be honest. got around to seeing yeah. it. Uh, and then next up, uh, Joe McHale. Uh, you know him as that dude from Community. Uh, I watch. I still have to watch Community. Uh, he was, was cast really as the Golden Age Starman in the Stargirl Star uh, Star Girl TV show that's coming in the DC Universe streaming service. Mm. Um, that's gonna be awesome, just because. Like, I've been looking forward to the Stargirl show, because it's being done specifically by Jeff Johns, oh, yeah? who's a really big comic writer and the one that basically has been turning the DC movies around. Uh, he, and also, like, Golden Age Starman, that's, like, one of the original, like, kind of Justice Society characters, I believe, and all that kind of good stuff. And then, uh... I don't know much about that era, but it actually, I think it would be kind of cool to see, like, the JSA in a movie. They were in um, Legends of Tomorrow briefly, but that was kind of a, that was kind of... Oh, I man. was very disappointed because they were just kind of there supporting characters for a second, and then they kind of just killed them off or just threw them into random parts of the time stream. Can you imagine if DC started doing like three divergent like movie or show timelines where they have like the JSA in one series, the the Justice League in like the current thing that they're doing, and then they also start throwing in like Leg- uh, Legion of Superheroes. Because that's also a really cool. I mean, line. that would be. I really want them to do like a JSA movie. That would be really. That would be really cool, just in terms of like World War Two era kind of stuff and everything yeah. else like that. And then uh, Netflix. Uh, so the Marvel shows so far uh, for Netflix, they can't appear for two years after the cancellations. So we're not going to see all of them yeah. until basically two years, and then they're on. They're probably going to be on Disney Plus after that. Yeah, apparently it was just some line in their contract that like if you if disney or or netflix cancels the contract then like those specific characters can't be used in anything for like two years for yeah whatever reason uh so odd but yeah whatever. this month we get punisher season two and then they'll be canceled obviously Most and then likely, uh yeah. jessica jones season three later this year and then they'll be canceled and then we'll be done with marvel netflix shows until they return in two years after that but yeah. honestly like Disney's playing the long game, like I said before. They got the Star Wars shows coming. They have two Star Wars live-action shows, plus a cartoon, plus they have that Loki show and some other Marvel show coming to Disney+. Plus. So they're going to be good for a while. They're playing the long game, 
And honestly, if you like all this stuff where you get their streaming service, you're going to forget anyway. Besides the amount of shows out there now, like it's it's not going to make too much of a difference for the most part, unless you're very much infatuated with that mini Netflix Marvel universe. Dude, what if they actually don't even launch the service for two years and then they're like, it comes this, it, it's supposed to come, I think this fall. Is it? All yeah. Right. The fall of 2019, which I'm like, yo, take your time. I got a shit ton of stuff to watch yeah, plus same. on Netflix and Amazon and everything. Yeah. I, I gotta, and then DC stuff. I haven't even started yet. When I do, it'll be great. Uh, but yeah. And then, uh, uh, the cast was confirmed for the Mandalorian. Speaking of which, uh, besides, we already knew Pedro Pascal, aka Oberyn Martell from Game of Thrones, is going to be the Mandalorian himself. Uh, supporting cast will have Gina- the main like new Star Wars thing that I'm like the most excited for, other than like whatever the new movies are, is the Mandalorian. Great. Uh, the- <laughs> Gina Carano was cast, as well as uh, Giancarlo Esposito, Emily Swallow, Carl Weathers. I love that Carl Wait, Weathers is gonna, yeah Carl Weathers is gonna be in it, Omid Abtahi, and Werner Herzog, oh and Nick Nolte, so why do I know that name Werner Herzog? I'm pretty sure he's a big director. That makes sense. Yeah, but uh, I just Carl Weathers is the most uh, interesting of all of those uh, people announced, and Gina Carano was a either I want to say she's an MMA fighter, or a WWE. She was a form of fighting on tv and then she was in some random movies and then deadpool right. uh, i just remember her from that specifically i think also she came to i used to work at a restaurant in the wharf fisherman's wharf area and i'm pretty sure she came one night there too and then got really drunk I, i'm like <laughs> almost positive yeah that's funny yeah or i'm, mod- I'm moderately drunk i just remember her being eating there getting drunk and then leaving i'm i'm like 90 percent positive that happened yeah anyway uh so next up we've got uh oh (laughs) this is a good one uh you know there's a did we we talk about the door explorer live action movie coming that sounds familiar yeah so uh i forgot what what's her face was cast uh uh, isabel moner moner i believe that's her name i was cast as dora but you're gonna love you know the show right dora the explorer it's got like the little monkey with the boots and then you got the, the swiper, the fox, the the fox that always tries to steal something, and they're like swiper, no swiper, and he's yeah. like, "You got me. You said words, so I'm gonna walk away now." Uh, he he's going to be played by Benicio del Toro. What? Yeah, I'm like, okay, this is pretty good. That'll be hilarious. I I might just watch this movie because it's yeah. I just have to know how this is gonna be. I just I can't imagine. A live-action Nick Jr. movie. Uh, a movie based on a live-action... Or a movie based... A live-action movie based off a Nick Jr. cartoon. Like, it's like if they did a a uh, a full theater premiere of Blue's Clues or something. Or Gola Gola Island. It's like, yo, Gola Gola Island is being be played so by... Go, do you remember Gola Gola Island? Oh, no, you didn't have cable. No, That's right. That I one forgot. You still there. don't. Yeah. <laughs> it was a Nick Jr. show where it was like this, it was somewhere in the Caribbean, I want to say, and it was like this family on the Car- in on an island, and uh, like a, one of the Caribbean islands, I forgot which one it was, and there was a giant yellow frog there named Gullah Gullah, 
And I'm like, yo, if they make this, they should just have The Rock play the frog. <laughs> just because oh it's like, if you know Benicio Del Toro is a fox, you just make The Rock this giant yellow frog. Because why not? Because he's in everything now anyway. Might as well. I mean, what did he turn into in Moana? Uh, eagle? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, next up we've got... Uh, some Morbius news. Uh, Adria Arjona is going to... She's in talks to play uh, the female lead, basically, in it. That's all we know so far. And this is a good one. So Netflix is uh, the, the Dark Crystal prequel that's being made. Mm-hmm. Uh, it cast Taron Egerton, who you may know him as... Uh... Ah, shit, what's his name? He's in. Uh, he's the main character in the Kingsman movies. In both Kingsman oh, movies, yeah, is it Eggsy? Isn't it Eggsy? Yeah, yeah. He's Eggsy in the Kingsman kid, movies. He's probably the same age. And as I am. he was the. Is I legitimately like this. He was the gorilla in Sing that sang that uh, Elton John song. I'm still standing. And he's going to be playing Elton John in that Rocket Man biopic. Oh yeah. Yeah. So he's going to be in it as well as Mark Hamill, and uh, who, who else is going to be in it? Uh. Anya Taylor-Joy, she was the actress from The Witch, and uh, Natalie Emanuel, and some other people. But yeah, that's the big news, though, is them, as well as uh, Mark Hamill, and yeah, some other... Oh, Natalie, yeah, Natalie Dormer's gonna be in it. I was like, holy crap, Eddie Izzard's gonna be in it. It's Helena Bonham Carter is gonna be in it. Like, it's just got the craziest... They got everyone. They got all, uh, just a giant variety of cast that's very diverse, and it's, it just seems like it's gonna be a good time. Uh, there was some... Did we already talk about the Sonic posters and shit? I think we mentioned it. Okay, cool. Let's never mention it again. Alright, cool. Uh, <laughs> I just want to make sure. Abomination. Uh, Joker, the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie wrapped. That one's coming out later really? this year. Already? Yeah. I think they already wrapped uh, Wonder Woman 1984 as well. And so the Joker movie comes out October 4th. So we're getting... This year we get Shazam, the Captain Marvel movie. Then we get Joker in October. And then we get uh, Wonder Woman 2 in November, I want to say. So that's going to be cool. And then we saw some uh, pics of Genie, Aladdin, and Jasmine live action. It's very confusing because it's just Will Smith dressed up in Arabian clothing. He looks like Kazam. He... Yeah. I mean... They said... Alright, so it sounds like they're still gonna make him blue, because they said yeah. most of them's gonna be CGI, so it sounds... He should still be blue. They basically immediately had to go into damage control, because people Yeah, but like, what the fuck did they expect? Like, it's... they People keep doing this. It's like they've done it over and... It's like when they did the... Uh, did you ever watch Titans yet? No. Okay, do, do you know if Starfire is actually orange? Yeah. Or is she, she's actually orange? Like, the entire time? Wait, really? No, do we know if she is? Oh. I haven't um, watched it, so I don't here's know. Here's the weird thing. Because remember when we saw I, the first pictures of her? Yeah. And she, I'm just like, like, she doesn't look like an alien at all. She doesn't look like an alien at all. Orange wig. She gave her, like, curly hair for some reason. Yeah. But, like, I, I've seen clips of, like, the show. Like, they, they kept putting out trailers for, like, when the season was ending. And I could be wrong, but I could have sworn I saw, like, one, she finds her, like, ship. And, like, for some reason, she doesn't even remember being an alien. Uh, but I think, like, one, I saw her with, like, st- she straightened her hair at some point. Yeah. And she looks so much closer to Starfire with, with straighter hair. 
and then she was like using her firepower, which and that's not even her power set anyway. But like, it's like what, yeah, green. Yeah, yeah like for penis. whatever reason in the show, it's literally like her name is Starfire. Give her fire. Flame on. Yeah. <laughs> so like, as she's using her power, it seems like her skin starts to turn orange and her eyes start to glow green. So I was like, oh shit. Now she looks like Starfire. Why didn't they make her look like that like the whole time? Or like, why did they wait till the end of the season to be like, let's make her look more like Starfire? Oh, yeah. Again, I haven't actually watched the show myself, so I'm I'm basing this off of like short clips I've seen. So I could be totally wrong. I don't know. But well, when I eventually watch it, I'll, I'll give my full judgment on it for sure uh next up this is a sad one stranger things uh director sean levy has stepped down from directing the uncharted film that was so or reportedly uh yeah reportedly that was reported by thr yeah it's still going because remember they cast tom holland as young drake oh it's just be a young drake movie so that's why it got exciting because it started moving forward and you're like oh this sounds really cool so we don't know um i forgot about that we don't know what's gonna happen yet or if this is actually true we'll see uh, next up, though, uh, was next? So we got some photos from John Wick Chapter 3. It's coming out basically, I believe, this year, so I'm excited for that. Yeah. Uh, nothing else really about that, but then we got two trailers. So we're back, just had a short break. Uh, the last few pieces of news are mainly the trailers that recently came out. First up was the Men in Black International trailer, which the new Men in Black is called Men in Black International. Um... It was okay. How'd you feel about it? I don't know. It Like, I like the Men in Black movies. Or at least I liked the first one and the second one. Third one was okay. Well, no, the third I don't one know. was good. Got me at the end. I think the third one was really good. Yeah, third, I, I, I forgot. Yeah, the third one, honestly, like it, it got me to tear up at the end. It was, it was really good. I forgot how good that was for like a second yeah because it was a weird movie that came out in a random time you forgot it was coming out and then we watched it yeah. and it just felt so out of place and then you watch it and you're like that was really good but it just felt so out of the movie itself felt out of place in the time it came out sort of like toy story 3 where it's like toy story 3 was really really good but it was so far away from toy story 1 and 2 that you're like i didn't even expect that yeah i guess it's weird because it's like all these it's like these weird sequels which by the way they're also doing it the toy story yeah and it's i think it's because that this year's gonna be the toy story 4 and the next year's the onward but i think it's because it the the films when they come out also reflect that era sort of and when you get another one it it feels like you're basically getting something from the past but it just feels kind of weird you're just like well this is really i think that's kind of the weird effect of it yeah it just feels out of it's from another time but you're getting it now and you kind of don't know what to do with it because you're kind of past that time so it's it's a different it's just it's just out of place basically yeah that's the easiest way to say it so instead of looping around so i guess getting back to what i felt about the trailer before like i love tessa thompson like she's been great in like everything i've seen her in i just like there was nothing about this trailer that made me go wow i want to see that yeah i, I agree I with that weird. yeah for me it's weird because it's like oh we have the thor ragnarok team it's that chris hemsworth thing, and it, tessa thompson i don't know why but i did not recognize chris helmsworth like at all even when they did the thor hammer joke i like i think the whole time i thought he was the other hemsworth oh Cause, liam because they look so similar and like also because like they shaved off his beard 
Yeah. So I was like, oh, he's the other one, <laughs> the clean shaven one. So like, I did not, it didn't even occur to me that that's like Valkyrie and Thor. Yeah. And they both, honestly, both of them have never been in anything I would have considered bad or they've never done anything bad in anything. Uh, like I like them both in their respective stuff. Like the only bad thing I saw Chris Hemsworth in was the female Ghostbusters movie. And yeah. in that, he was the he best. Was really he was fun. really good. There was no bad. He didn't do anything bad. It was like, oh, this is, he still does really. He's the only good part of this movie, which actually defeats the whole purpose of that movie. But Honestly, I just, for that, for the Ghostbusters movie, I blame Paul Feig on just being like a fucking terrible write, like screenwriter. Yeah, because he had they, he had a funny cast of people. It's That's the yeah. weird part. It was and like, oh. He, yeah, Paul Feig is just not funny. I mean, granted, that's just my opinion. Uh, like, I've watched most of the movies he's directed and like, there, there might be some funny moments. What, what was uh, name a couple? Uh, he did Spy with Melissa McCarthy. Oh, that's okay. He also did um the uh, wedding, not wedding crashers. Um, Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids, again with Melissa McCarthy. Like he's he's done all the Melissa McCarthy movies for. Oh, okay. Mostly. All right. Uh, not all of her movies. Uh, but he t- he seems to like to work with the same cast over and over again because he's comfortable with them, which is fine. But he's not. I don't. I've just he's none of his not things funny. have really appealed to me. It's weird. Okay. Um, but yeah. So I, I think it could be good. Um, it's just yeah. The trailer didn't really give us much to really get excited for. But I, I would say I'm still excited for the fact that it's Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson, and it just seems like they could go a good route with it. That's the thing. I think it'll probably be fine. It's just that first trailer was like yeah. lackluster. I agree. And then we got a trailer for Hellboy, uh, the blood queen, which just went the complete, for me, went com- the complete opposite direction of what I thought it was going towards. Yeah. It was way too, f- it felt like they were trying to make it a Marvel movie almost. Yeah. See what I, I really liked the first Hellboy was not the biggest fan of the second one just because i i was like i don't know who the villain is. they were they were fine they were just their own thing they weren't really like the comics and then this one's yeah. supposed to be three specific volumes from the comics i forget what they're called it's like volumes i want to say like 9 10 and 12 or something like that uh i never got to read hellboy itself it's actually something i've been wanting to read for a long time and i'm gonna get to quite soon eventually i was gonna say soon i'm like that's not realistic eventually um i've read like a few issues there is some humor in it so like i guess that that's where it comes from in the trailer but i didn't like the the tone of the trailer is like this is gonna be a fun happy movie and i'm like i don't get i what why (laughs) because i mean it's they said it's an r-rated movie it's gonna be a lot darker so i think they just showed all of the non-r-rated darker stuff and just gave Mm. us the comedy portion of it I'm hoping that's like the main point of that, and then the rest of it's gonna be a lot just R-rated, comic-related, all that kind of stuff. We'll yeah. see though. Um, it was it's weird because I had such excitement and I was really really looking at like this is one of the top movies I was looking forward to, and the trailer just kind of dropped it off for me, and I was like, ah, oh, why did you have to do that to me? Yeah, like the one the one shot that really got me excited was like when he's like walking up the stairs and he's got like the flaming Excalibur and like the full on demon horns and like the flaming crown, and I'm like, oh shit, they're gonna go full on apocalypse or maybe or something. Although they kind of did that for the first Hellboy. Yeah. Yeah. But- 
We'll see, we'll see what happens. Um, it's it's like with both of these movies, it's weird because you're excited and then you see the trailers and you're like, oh, what, uh, yeah, uh, like doesn't look bad. It just doesn't look interesting. Fantastic yeah, it just doesn't interest me anymore. Uh, but I'm I'm still looking forward to both. I think we'll just see what happens. Just like, what's his name who played Hellboy? Ron Perlman. Like Ron Perlman was just the perfect casting for the first Hellboy. And the new guy, like, they clearly had to put, like, a lot of, like, shit on his face to make him look like Hellboy. And it kind of looks weird, but I don't know. Yeah, it still works. Yeah, I mean, it looks fine. I, I Maybe what they're going for is, again, they're trying to make him look more like he is in the comics. And he he does not look human in the comics. Like, he's got this, like, kind of weird long face and, like, really pronounced underjaw bite. Also, I think his eyes are normally, like, yellow, but whatever. Yeah. And then next up... Uh, oh, shit, that's what's different. They give him long hair instead of the top knot. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a thing in the comics, the, the top knot, I think. Well, just, we'll just see what happens. Yeah, yeah whatever. Here's yeah, not we'll the see, beast. We'll see what bit. happens when it comes out. Yeah. Uh, next up is uh, there was a teaser trailer for Doom Patrol. So it was pretty much just a weird family photo they were doing on uh, Cyborg's just right there in the middle. And I'm still just kind of like, why is Cyborg in this exactly? Uh, just because he's not, he's not a Doom Patrol member. He never was. Uh, in the yeah. comics, Cyborg was always a member of the Teen Titans until they did the new 52 reboot and then they put him on Justice League. Uh, yeah. It's, it's been w- I weird. I thought it was really funny that they were like, yeah, we're not putting uh cyborg into titans because he's in justice league but then they're like put him in doom patrol but I don't and know. then he's like the justice league needs you doom patrol and it's yeah. like what the hell uh that would be so funny i mean i'm pretty sure that's the whole thing of it uh well i'm just kind of like okay but the, the, the that's the only it's just i don't think it's gonna be bad with him in it it's just questioning in terms of just a comic geek of like why does he why is he in it though at all even yeah. if he's good why is he in it but anyway, though, I, like, uh, I don't want to nitpick design, but I think his face mask looks weird in this one. I don't know why. I think it's because it's more low, but it's not like Justice League or maybe it's not the DC movies. It's a lower budget. I think the problem for me was like, it... also, they probably don't want an exact same design. They want it more. Oh, they want it more down to earth because it's more it's this is a lot more of a grounded type of show, even though it's going to for for what I'll say for it after after whatever you say, uh, it's it's a little bit different. Yeah. I mean, for sure. I think my problem is that, like, they went with a physical mask for him to wear, and it doesn't look like the cyborg eye moves when he moves his eye. So, I don't know. It. We'll see. When it, again, we'll see if it looks better in, in practice. But Okay. But the trailer itself, it looks good. Uh, it's very... How to describe it? So the Doom Patrol is probably the weirdest superhero team that's ever been created. It's super. It's just a really weird team of people with really weird powers and weird aesthetics. Like you have a negative man who, like you saw him with the face wraps and he's everything. He's literally in the Invisible Man. Yeah, he's like Invisible Man. He's super weird. You have Robot Man, who's voiced by Brendan Fraser. Who's literally the Tin Man. Yeah, I mean, you can tell just by the way they're all talking in the trailer that they're all just super. They have their own really weird traits and the whole thing about the doom patrol is like uh you i guess the most people have ever gotten from them from the mainstream was probably when they were in the teen titans cartoon the original one 
Mm. Uh, they were in there for a little bit because Beast Boy was in that story. Beast Boy was from the Doom Patrol. And, like, they even take one of their villains, the brain, and put them into uh, the Teen Titans as a villain. But uh, there's a really big run done by Grant Morrison, who's very... He's a really, really good comic book writer. Like, he did six years of Batman. It was probably one of the best six years of Batman ever written, at least to me personally. Uh, He writes very uniquely i will say he's very crazy and strange when he writes like uh, a lot of the stuff he'll write i have to read multiple times to make sure i understand it mm. it's not because it's like oh it's why would you it's like he writes badly it's like he it's writes ambiguous. so like uniquely that it's hard to understand sometimes the way he okay. makes it and then once you read it enough and you understand it you're like shit this guy's like a genius Mm. because it's like i feel it makes you feel stupid when you read some of his stuff because you you're like oh i can't comprehend it and that's why it's so good honestly uh it's just the way he the style of his writing and everything else but he does a full run on doom patrol and that's probably what they're taking from but also like uh, recently the the dc did a young animal line which is basically upcoming writers and artists team up and basically do a bunch of stuff like this and it's still i think set in the dc comic continuity with everything else going on like rebirth but it's got it's basically doing its own stuff and it's a lot more mature uh it's like much higher levels of maturity in it and tomb patrol is one of them and i think one of the it's it's it was i think it was writing it gerard where gerard way was writing it and i think he's also like a he's in a band which is really funny too so he's he's part of a band and he also does this but it, it's supposed to be really do- well done. Like, Doom Patrol is usually really good when it's written. Uh, just because it doesn't come that often. When it does, it's by someone really good when it's written. But overall, basically, the show is probably going to be really cool. It's going to be really strange. But it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a good time, I'm guessing. It's coming in February... Uh, what was it? February 15th. And it's, yeah, 13 episodes oh, on the DC day. Universe streaming okay. service. What? Valentine's Day? No, I said 15th. Wait, what day is Valentine's Day? The 14th. Oh, God damn it. Yeah. I knew it was around there. <laughs> and then uh, last thing we've got is there was a premiere date for Stranger Things Season 3. Coming July 4th, 2019. Uh, July 4th is usually not a big holiday. Uh, it's a small thing, usually just in America. Yeah. Uh, where we like to find British people. And start attacking them and beating them whenever we can. It's a really big tradition that goes on here. And I'm just getting 4th of July. You, know, you, guys, you guys know what that is. But I, I like you gotta trying to find a British person. Yeah, you got to turn feather British people. It's really fun. Uh, but yeah, it looks uh, there's a poster for it. So it looks like it's all the the all the all boys. All four boys plus uh, Eleven and what was her name? Max, right? Will? The girl. The oh, redhead. Max. The one that's. I'm pretty oh, sure her name is Max. So it's all six kids together. Oh, and the kid, the girl, the other girl. Yes. Yeah, 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 okay. Sorry. So all, <laughs> all six kids together watching fireworks and having a good time. And you have like uh, Will and Eleven in the center holding hands, and Eleven's like yeah, looking at the cute. audience, which is really interesting. Just oh, so you know, I've got like three percent battery on my computer. So okay, we're almost done. Stuff. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's the, that's that. And you said your battery would last longer. I thought so. It was at like half battery. Like my MacBook usually has way better battery life than this. I guess sure it's a problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Should have bought a Mac- <laughs> Microsoft. 
so uh yeah that's all of our news today and actually dude we are only like we're less than an hour we're less than an hour we're about to be like an hour 20 this is probably finally this is usually what our shows are supposed to be about in length uh like hour half hour 20 minutes or so but i hope you guys had a good time Uh, if you want to contact us you can email us at sutrasidetalk at gmail.com if you want to follow us on Twitter, it's at Suture Side Talk. If you want to follow James specifically, it's at Invader Jim One Two Four. If you want to follow me, it's at underscore Raider underscore. Uh, this is our eleventh episode, so also this is the one we're probably going to since it's finally short, good to go, kind of caught up with everything. Uh, start. We're going to start sharing this one and kind of, I guess, doing sort of advertising amongst the people we know to get it out there a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, if you guys do listen to this on Google or, or iTunes or SoundCloud, please review us. Uh, just because if you review us, like whether it's good or bad, I think good helps us though. Bad doesn't. If yeah. give us good reviews, basically we will climb up a bit in the charts and actually be a little bit more visible for people on all the different platforms, depending on which ones they are. But yeah, hope you guys had a good time. We will come back hopefully shortly. Uh, James will probably be back either in davis when you do it or we might do a special on like the end of the year stuff one of the two something uh but yeah have a good time you guys and have a great new year thanks for listening